Nothing on the Bonnell Foundation's Living with Cystic Fibrosis podcast should be considered medical advice. Medical advice can only come from your CF physician. Cystic fibrosis can be a devastating diagnosis, but living with the disease can bring positivity and a new appreciation for each day. From the Bonnell Foundation in Detroit, Michigan, it's the Living with Cystic Fibrosis podcast, sponsored by Vertex Pharmaceutical and Viatris. Here's your host, Laura Bonnell. We're talking today with the founder of A Kid Again, Kathy Durr. It is a nonprofit organization that plans family adventures in many states across the United States, and the adventures are free to families. Kathy Durr and two of her friends started the nonprofit 25 years ago. Kathy's son Christopher died from an inoperable brain tumor, and she started A Kid Again in her son's honor. Kirsten Kulik is A Kid Again mom. She has three kids, and her son Chase has cystic fibrosis. Kirsten tells us what this experience meant to her and the entire family. Information about A Kid Again is in our show notes, but this is a great adventure for any kid with a rare disease across the United States. So here we go. It is wonderful to have the two of you. Thanks, Kathy and Kirsten, both for joining us. This is something I didn't know anything about, so I'm really glad that we're able to talk about A Kid Again Adventures in this podcast. Kathy, tell us how you got this started. We did talk about it a little bit in the introduction, but I just want to know you know, about your son and how you got this program started and what your dream was to get this going. Sure. So we started back in 1995. Our oldest son, Christopher, had an inoperable brain tumor and passed away. He was granted a wish. Every child that deserves a wish should get a wish. It's an incredible experience. But what we found was that when that wish was over, there was nothing for the kids to look forward to, for the families to look forward to. We were blessed to be surrounded by a very large and loving family, as well as some very dear friends who kept the kids busy all the time when we were taking Christopher to treatments and everything. Uh, Christopher's the oldest of five children. So after Christopher passed, I knew that every family going through this deserves as much love and support that we can give them. It is so important to keep something positive going in their lives, knowing that you are consumed, of course, by the child that's diagnosed and the doctor's appointments and the bills and just the lack of time to even think of something to do with the family. So decided that we needed to start a not-for-profit that takes care of all of that for the family. So we started instead again in 1995. And the goal at the beginning, of course, was just to serve Columbus, Ohio families where we started, but soon realized that we needed to spread our wings. And um, it's taken quite a while to get there, but we currently serve families in all 50 states in different ways, but we are opening chapters across the country and very excited to say that we are at about 11,000 families right now uh, that we are serving. That is so wonderful. And I think one of the first things I think of is when you have a healthy child and you have the sick child, or even like my girls that both have cystic fibrosis, 
there's still one child that's healthier than the other. So you always have even the healthy child feeling guilty or, you know, you're so focused on the child who's in the hospital. So it does sound like a beautiful thing. So tell us what happens, how you, how families can get in touch with you, and then is it a once a year adventure? How does that work? Sure. So the amount of adventures in each chapter is a little different depending on how long the chapter has been around, basically. So a family first can enroll in a kid again. It's free. There is no charge to the family. Never is. And the family is enrolled until the child turns 20 years of age. The enrollment form is on our website at kidagain.org. Enroll now. And it's a very simple process. And the ultimate goal is to have an adventure once a month or once every month to six weeks, I should say. So that once you attend an adventure, you come home and the next invitation is sitting there. So there is something always positive to look forward to. The entire immediate family is invited to every adventure that we do. Should the qualifying child be sick or in the hospital and can't attend, the rest of the family can still attend. Uh, Adventures might be a sporting event, a zoo, a theme park, a holiday party, a water park. The list goes on and on because of the wide range in the ages and the abilities that we serve. So did you say once a month for a year or? Once they are enrolled in the kid again, the family is in until that child turns 20 years of age. So they can go to as many adventures as they want or as few as they want. They get to pick and choose what adventures they attend. But but there is an opportunity once a month? That's the ultimate goal. Okay. Gotcha. It just depends if they're ill or or that's what you were saying. It kind of depends on what chapter you belong to. So, for example, Michigan, the state of Michigan is one of our newer chapters, and they probably have six to eight adventures a year. Where Central Ohio, who has been around since 1995, is going to have 12 plus adventures a year. Then we are currently setting up chapters in other states, uh, the upper Midwest, Texas, Kentucky, Pittsburgh. And those chapters will have probably to start with four adventures a year. So families can go to all of them. If they're in that chapter, they can go to all of them or they can go to none of them if they want to, just depending on what they want to do. We also have our adventures in a box So Adventures in a Box is mailed quarterly to families that live in an area where we currently don't have a chapter or aren't setting up a chapter. So, for example, I don't know why I always pick Idaho, but I pick Idaho. (laughs) We don't have and aren't currently, it's not currently on our radar to set up a chapter there. But we can serve those families and let them know that someone cares with our quarterly adventure in a box, which is mailed, different activity each quarter. The one we are working on right now is a special Lego kit that was designed by Lego for us. And let me ask you this. So are these adventures, let's say in Michigan or any state that has a chapter, is this an adventure for each family separate from a group? So 
if you're going to a sporting event, you're going as a family in your own seats or? So all the Michigan families would go to that event and be invited the same night to the event. And we do that because it has become such a support system. You meet other families going through the same thing that you are going through. And Kirsten can probably talk to this. You meet other families that you've seen in the hospital or, again, other families you haven't met but are going through the same thing and can say, hey, you know what? We were there in your shoes at this point and tried this or tried getting in touch with this therapist or this doctor. And it has become such a support system, not only for the parents, but for the siblings as well. As you mentioned, you know, the siblings have such... uh, they're carrying a huge burden on their shoulders. Not only are, are they feeling horrible that they have a, a sibling that's fighting a battle, but they sometimes feel guilty for, for wanting more attention from mom or dad and that type of thing. So the siblings have become a great support system for each other as well. And it sounds terrific. And I know initially my first thought, and I was going to ask Kirsten this and Kathy, if you wanted to weigh in at all, but with cystic fibrosis, you can't be in the same room with other people with cystic fibrosis. And, you know, a sporting event is different if it's outdoors. But if it is a group setting, do you make certain, you know, kids with certain diseases aren't together if they can't be? And Kirsten, what's been your experience? So a good example of that is when we did like Cedar Point or the Michigan Adventures, they brought out pins and t-shirts in different colors for kids with cystic fibrosis so they knew to stay away from each other. That way they were more able to recognize other kids that have that same issue And then for like the holiday party, there's only so many people that can be in the room at the same time. So they kind of, again, wear something that signifies you have cystic fibrosis and then allows you to schedule your time to go in there so that there's nobody else in there. That's nice. It's helpful because then you can be safe and aware. Kathy, tell me what kind of different adventures kids have done And maybe what are some of the favorites? One of our favorites and one of our huge sponsors is Cedar Fair Parks. They own 16 parks across the country, and they have been a partner of ours since day one. And they are just incredible. And they give our families such an incredible experience at their parks. Some of their parks are Michigan's Adventure, Cedar Point, Kings Island, Kings Dominion, Carowind just to name a few that might ring a bell with some of your listeners. I mean, it's a full day. And all of our adventures are cost-free to our families. For example, the Cedar Fair Parks, it includes parking, admission, some type of a gift of something. And we always like to bring our families together for a meal because that's the time when they get to sit down and talk to each other. Obviously, those are enormous adventures. That's wonderful. and. Kirsten, what were some of your favorite things that you've done with Chase and your other kids on this A Kid Again adventure? Cedar Point and Michigan Adventures were one of the tops. Uh, We got to do a day at the races with Coletta Motorsports 
at Summit Motorsports Park, which my kids are drag racers. So that was huge. They got to be one-on-one with the Coletta drivers and experience the races from the pits and be there for all the interactions and the work on the cars. So those were probably their two favorite outstanding ones so far. And what has it meant to Chase? What has it meant to your other kids? So it's like Kathy says, when you have a kid with cystic fibrosis or any other kind of illness, they get stuck in the hospital. And he had his wish and he loved it. But then the depression would set in. He would be sad because there was another hospital stay and he had nothing to look forward to. And a kid again brought that back. So we would like get a notification of the planning of the next adventure and we'd start talking about, okay, well, what rides at Cedar Point do we want to do? What part of the race are you most excited about? What What is the holiday party going to be like? And it really let him take his mind off what he had to do and the hospital stays and really focus on something opposite of that, something to look forward to. For my other two kids, which is one is older and one is younger, it gave them time to spend with their brother, not focusing on the fact that their brother was ill. They could just be the normal kids they were before he got diagnosed. And that made a huge difference. And it helped them deal with kind of the depression on their side of having a brother that's sick, that they don't know what's going to happen, and deal with kind of the guilt that comes along with it and the feeling bad that brother's getting all the attention and he gets to do all these special things or special visits or whatever. They got to participate in it. It wasn't just about him. It was about the whole family. And this is just wonderful, Kathy. Um, I'm so glad that I found out about your nonprofit. If people are interested... Depending on which state they live in, do they go to your website to find out if, you know, you have these adventures going on in their state? How can they be a part of this? Sure. They can go on our website and if they want to fill out the application to enroll, they plug in their state and it will take them and let them know if there's a chapter there or if they would be part of the national kid again which then they would receive the adventures in a box until we do get a chapter open. I can tell you that the push is on for us to open more chapters. And our plan is within the next few years to have many more chapters. And what's driving that and where what's guiding us, I should say, is where there is a Cedar Fair Park. For one thing, we are concentrating on those areas but also the number of families enrolled in a particular area is driving where we are looking next. For example, Florida just naturally has grown on its own and we will be concentrating on Florida within the next year or so in California as well. Do you get donations from all these different places? How are you able to provide all of these adventures for families? We have some incredible partners already that are national and are helping us grow. Each individual chapter does their own fundraising. Uh, But yes, donations are more than welcome, whether it's monetary or in kind. Tickets to somewhere are always welcome that we can pass on to the families. But yes, donations, private, grants, anything, anywhere that we can get it, we will uh, try to make a partnership and and see what we can do. And what has this meant to you, Kathy? I always say my foundation is my therapy because it helps to talk to parents and kids who have cystic fibrosis. What has what you're doing meant to you 
mentally, emotionally, with your family, and just as you keep, you know, working on this, it's been a lot of years. It has been a lot of years. Yeah, as you said, it started as kind of my therapy. Um, It gave some meaning to what we went through in the loss of Christopher. You know, I always, I'm one of those persons that kind of looks for the silver lining, I guess, and a reason behind things and knowing that there's not always a reason for some things. But it's been heartwarming to meet so many incredible families, to meet other people running organizations to serve the same families we do. I tell people that I'm very blessed. You know, you listen to the news at night and you think, oh my Lord, how are we ever going to survive this world? But with my job and what I've been doing, I just meet such incredible people that we're okay. This world's going to be okay. (laughs) I agree. I really think nonprofits need (laughs) to be raised on more of a pedestal, I think, even then corporations, because everybody's doing such wonderful work. How do you remember Christopher? Is it, Has it been 27 years since he died? He passed away in 92. He is very much a part of our life, just like my other children are. We talk about him all the time. We include him in our celebrations. He's our child and our son and always will be. And, um, as I said, we we celebrate his birthdays. We go to the cemetery and put lights on the tree and, you know, where he's buried for Christmas. Halloween was his favorite. So he gets a pumpkin every Halloween. And, and we just, we continue to celebrate him and honor him. That is wonderful. And, you know, not everyone who has a loss says, you know what, I'm going to start this foundation <laughs> or I'm going to do this adventure, you know, opportunity. What was it in you that made you move forward and made this happen? Uh, You know, I think it was just, I felt like I needed to pay back in a way. Again, we were surrounded by so much love and so much support. And just knowing what the families go through and uh, the battles that they face, you know, and again, every family deserves the love that we felt. And so in a, a little way, I just wanted to be able to give that to the families. And there are so many rare diseases in this country, 7,000. You must have touched so many different communities of rare diseases. How Kathy, You must on. have learned so much, Kathy, about how parents are living with all these different diseases. There are so many remarkable parents out there. You know, some of these kids are so complex that you know, some parents need a medical degree just to be able to take care of their own child. But it, again, it's just so heartwarming. And the kids are all so grateful and the parents are so grateful for what we are able to give them. That just warms my heart. And I would think because the whole family's included, they know what their child needs on this trip whether it's a wheelchair or oxygen, whatever it is. So then you provide the opportunity, but they are well-versed in everything their child's going to need on this adventure, correct? And that's one of the things that the parents will tell you, that you know they're tired of taking their child to the mall or someplace where everybody stares at them. But when they come to our events, everybody looks the same. There are so many wheelchairs. There are so many bald heads. 
There are so many purple CS buttons that everybody's the same and they feel so comfortable at the events. Kirsten, tell us, you know, what it's meant to you as a mom of a child with CF. How many years have you been doing A Kid Again Adventures and how's it impacted you and your husband? We've been doing this, I think, for three years. I'm, I'm uh, three or four years, I think. We joined uh, via the Ohio branch because we're close to the Ohio border. So they allowed us to join through them at first. And it really actually has inspired us. It's inspired us in a way that I I remember calling and emailing a kid again about opening a Michigan branch and volunteering my time because I saw the difference that it made for my family and the smiles at these events you see from these kids that, you know, battle constantly, but then they're grinning from ear to ear as they're either being pushed or ride or, or walking around the park looking at all the amazing things. It really inspired us to do more and to be more and to help out more. And it's really helped our family grow together. I mean, you don't think about it. There's a separation when one child's in the hospital, one parent is always with them. It's like your family's separated for at least with CF, at least usually two weeks. And for Chase, he was in that hospital for three to every three to five weeks for his first three to four years. So our family was very divided for a long period of time. And it these adventures gave us this opportunity to be together and to not have to focus on everything else, but just each other and what we're doing. And it just it's just amazing. It really is. It's and the friends we've made and as you know, with cystic fibrosis, you can't really talk to or see each other in person unless you're online. But meeting other kids that are just battling too made a huge help to chase. He and uh, another teen had connected just recently, and it gave him somebody to talk about that's struggling on similar things that he is. And it, it was huge. It helped his depression to know that, you know, to meet somebody that actually got it. And you're talking about this person that Chase met, even with a different disease, that must help. Because I always have told my girls, everybody has something. We have cystic fibrosis, but... If you were in a wheelchair or if you had to use a walker or whatever the situation was, or maybe you look at that and think, oh, that's so much worse. It gives you perspective, right? It helps everyone learn and have empathy. Um, Kathy, is that what you find as well? Oh, very much so. The diagnosis might be different, but the journey is very similar. I just love this whole idea that you have because I think... There's so many highlights to it, one of them being compassion. And then, of course, the individual family experiences. But Kathy and Kirsten, what do you see that families, after doing maybe just even one A Kid Again adventure? So I can jump in first here. Uh, We actually had a study done several years ago now, but um, nationwide Children's Hospital Research Department did a study for us and found that, first of all, the people that got the most out of our adventures were the siblings. And when you think about it, it makes total sense because all the attention is placed on the diagnosed child when a family is experiencing this. And we treat siblings no different than we do the diagnosed child. So they actually get some attention, which is what they crave. And then the second is the dads. 
because, you know, in a typical home, mom is taking care of, of the child that's ill and dad's still having to work. So the dad's got the second most out of what we're doing. We also talk a lot to the families and say, okay, how, you know, how are we doing and what can we do better and that type of thing. And the majority of the families will tell you that attending an adventure has strengthened their bonds, has strengthened the family ties. And you talk to some of the kids that are diagnosed, and one of the things that they will say is, you know what, we just want to be a normal kid again. And that is kind of what we are able to give them. That I just want to be a kid again, it's, it's huge because I do hear that. I hear that from Chase a lot, that, Mom, I just want to be a kid again. And then, you know, he talks about the kid again organization and he's like, it's just being a kid again. That's it. And it's huge because they crave normal. They, all the kids, the, the siblings and everything crave life to be normal the way it was before they were diagnosed or the way they were before they got ill. And the fact that the kid again gives that to them and these adventures, it's that moment of just normality where they can bicker and argue. It makes a huge difference for the the siblings. It really does. I have an older son who's 19 and him and his brother's relationship was struggling for a while because he felt guilty because he was very jealous of the attention his brother was getting. And he hated it. He was very upset. He says, I'm a horrible person. I'm like, no, you're not. This is to be expected. You know, you're now bound to a single. It feels like a single parent half the time. It's okay. Just understand that it's not always going to be like this and you're loved and everybody's loved. And then we go on this kid again adventure. And it was funny because he wanted to ride something and his brother didn't want to ride something. And so I'm normally we split up the time in the hospital, but I'm normally the first one there. And I'm the one that is medically more responsible for most things than my husband, just because that's my background. And I took him on this ride and he's like, Mom, it's like I get you time. I get just you time. And it was the best thing ever. It really strengthened our family. That is wonderful. And what you said about the dads is also wonderful to hear because even in the CF community, I have found that the everybody's involved. It's just they're involved differently. And I don't think that dads really express what's happening like uh, the moms do who connect so much with other parents. As a matter of fact, we tried to have a dad's event uh, and dads just weren't interested. We tried, you know, you can have a golf outing with whiskey, but right. they're not going to sit around <laughs> and talk in a support group. Found that out real quick. So I think really these sort of events is you're getting everyone together. The dads can just, you know, have conversations about the game they're watching. They doesn't have to be about cystic fibrosis. Right. And they're bonding. They don't know it, but they're bonding. <laughs> right. Kathy, is there anything about your program that we haven't talked about or brought up that you think it's important for everyone to know? I think we've touched on almost everything. Just, you know, our goal is to get every child enrolled that qualifies. So, you know, no matter where you live, we're going to be able to do something for you. So please go online and, and enroll and always, of course, looking for donations as well as volunteers. Uh, we would not exist if it weren't for the volunteers in our chapters. And it sounds like such a wonderful program and all the contact information is in our show notes. So people can go there to find your website and everything. 
but I, I think it is a wonderful program. And thanks for sharing it with us. Kirsten, did you want to add anything before we go? I would just say, uh, Kathy and everybody treat you like their family. You know, they treat you like you're part of their family and they get to know you and they get to know your kids. I mean, my my daughter convinced their marketing person to get on a water ride. He could he couldn't say no. It's like I can't say no to those eyes. To this day, we still keep in touch with him and, and the other people at a kid again. It's like they're like part of our family. They really are. So is there some connection, Kathy? Between all the different states, are you able to keep everyone connected, even if everyone isn't living in the same state? Yeah, I think we have a pretty strong staff that, you know, our mission drives us and we always put the families first and whatever their needs are is what is most important. And even though the different chapters do different events, if we were to put them all together, they would feel like I think they knew each other just because of the experiences and the consistency and the quality of the adventures that we do. Well, thank you so much, both of you, for sharing what your A Kid Again Adventures program is all about and Kirsten for sharing your experience with it. I think you're going to hear from a lot of people who will be interested who maybe didn't know about this. So thank you for sharing. Thank you for inviting us. Yeah, thank you for having us on. We are really excited to see this program grow and see more kids involved. It's it's amazing. The original music in this podcast is performed by Kevin Allen. It's not complicated. Who happens to have cystic fibrosis. We all got our worries and fears. I know what's got you frustrated. But loving you is so alright. This has been the Living with Cystic Fibrosis podcast. For more information and to learn more about the Bonnell Foundation, visit our website at thebonnellfoundation.org. That's the B-O-N-N-E-L-L foundation.org. This podcast was sponsored by Vertex Pharmaceutical, the science of possibility, and Beatrice. It was produced by Jag and Detroit Podcasts. Follow our show in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now.